Welcome back, friends and family. This week's post is Heart of the Hydra. In Greek mythology, the Hydra is a multi-headed serpent-like creature. The Hydra was a formidable beast. If a combatant cut off one head of the Hydra, two more would grow back in its place. Hercules famously battled the Hydra as one of his twelve labors, eventually besting the monster by enlisting his nephew Aeolus to cauterize the severed necks before new heads could grow. This allowed Hercules to find the single immortal head, which he removed and buried under a rock. Then, Hercules dipped his arrows in the poisonous blood of the Hydra and used the weapons to vanquish other foes. The Hydra has been presented in many different ways, but the story is generally about getting to the root of the problem. As such, the Hydra makes a good analogy for any challenges we face in life. Often we wildly hack away at the surface of our problems only to find them doubling. It's going on a crash diet only to slip back into unhealthy lifestyle habits. It's trying to drop an addiction cold turkey just to fall back off the wagon. It's a series of failed relationships or a history of self-destructive behavior. It's chronic depression and anxiety and fear and pain. Often, we only see what's on the surface. We only see the results, so that's where we place our focus. That's what we try to fight. If we have a problem with drugs or alcohol or food or sex or whatever, we tend to only see the manifestation of that addiction. So, we try to simply stop the notable behavior. Unfortunately, without going any deeper, we continue to fall back on the same coping mechanisms. And we often wind up sinking even deeper than before. It's the same with most things. If our relationships continually fail, and we end one relationship to jump into another without addressing the things that caused the relationship to fail, we set ourselves up for even deeper heartaches. If we're chronically depressed, we might find things that bring us moments of levity, but if we don't address why we're depressed, we risk feeling hopeless. That's the thing about the Hydra. If we just cut away at the things we see, our troubles only multiply. We get outflanked, tangled up, and it becomes hard to even move. That's why we have to find the immortal head of the Hydra. That's why we have to get to the heart of the problem. That's certainly easier said than done. The roots of any problem are a lot like the roots of a tree. We don't really see them. We only know they are there because of what we see above the surface. It's also difficult to reach the center of a challenge because it's often buried under all the struggles we do see. There usually isn't one simple and direct course to the heart of the beast, so we might have to cut our way through the venomous heads of the hydra. The key is cauterizing the wounds as we do. We have to fight one head at a time, take one step at a time toward the root of the problem. And we have to take meaningful action to keep those challenges from returning. That often means asking for help. I like the part of the traditional telling of Hercules versus the Hydra. The hero doesn't slay the beast alone. He asks for help. His nephew, Aeolus, is the one who cauterizes the wound so Hercules can reach the immortal head. 
that's so important because it's often the hardest part. It can be hard to ask for help. Sometimes we don't want to admit there's a problem, even to ourselves. We want to be self-sufficient. We feel embarrassed and insecure. We feel like we should be able to handle our challenges on our own. But if Hercules, one of the mightiest and most notable heroes of legend, can help for help, we can too. Sometimes we need a little help to make sure our problems don't rear their ugly heads again. And that help can take many forms. It might be simply talking with a friend. It can be seeking professional help. In any case, it's okay to ask for help. And once we get the help we need, we can start to work through the tangled mess of surface challenges to find the heart of our suffering. Then, like Hercules, we can destroy it. The struggle might never fully go away. The immortal head of the Hydra didn't really die, but Hercules took away its power and buried what was left under a rock. We're capable of doing the same. We can cut away at our demons until they lose their grips on us. We can set aside whatever's left and walk away stronger. Like Hercules dipping his arrows in the poisonous blood of the Hydra, we can rise from each obstacle more dangerous than ever. Our battles might leave scars, but they also build strength. We gain perspective and power. We sharpen our wits and harden our wills. We might need a little help along the way, but we can conquer the beast within. We can be the heroes of our own stories. We just have to aim for the heart. So that's the end of the post for this week. And I wrote it just thinking about how so often in life we attack the surface problems. We attack we kind of go through the path of least resistance with whatever it might be. If it's things that we're doing in our life that we're unhappy with, we try to maybe change the surface behavior, but we don't always get to the core of why that behavior exists, why we are doing the things that we're doing. And that's a really hard thing to do. So it made me think of the Hydra of hacking away at one head and two more growing back. And we just get more entangled in our problems because we're not getting to the root of them. And I started thinking about this with all the heads of the Hydra and stuff. And then in my own memory, I was thinking, right, doesn't Hercules, he cuts off the heads of the Hydra and then he stabs the Hydra in the heart is kind of what I remembered. But in the more traditional telling of the story was there's actually this immortal head that Hercules has to get to. And the head doesn't die. That immortal head doesn't die. And I thought, well, that makes an interesting analogy for our problems too because we like to think if we get to the root of it, then it'll just go away and I won't have to worry about it anymore. But if we're dealing with certain traumas or certain just certain behaviors, certain challenges, a lot of times those are things that have been built into us from our experiences throughout life. And sometimes it's impossible to totally get away from them. It's like a recovering addict who's always in recovery, that it's always there. And maybe we 
are able to come up with a lot of different strategies to cope with that and to deal with that, but it's, it's still there. So I like the idea of the traditional telling of that immortal head, that head doesn't die. It's still there, but by getting through all of the other stuff and getting to the root of the problem, Hercules is able to take away all of its power, to take away the power of that final nagging challenge and bury it, to put it in a place where it can't impact him anymore. And I also liked in the traditional telling, and I had forgotten about, the idea that Hercules asked for help. He had his nephew Aeolus come in so that when Hercules cut one of the heads off, he would cauterize the wound. And I thought that was so important. When I set out to write this, when I just had this vague idea, it was going to be sort of more about ourselves, pulling ourselves up and getting to the root of our problems. But then I thought, oh, that's even better. That Hercules, this mighty warrior of legend, one of the most referred to, referenced heroes in all lore, asked for help. And I think we struggle with that sometimes. Sometimes that is the hardest part. I think that's often been the hardest part for me when I face a challenge is wanting to do it on my own, feeling like I should be able to handle it myself. So then I don't ask for help. I don't seek anyone else's opinion or insight. And that can make it tough. And it's so important for people to seek the help that they need, whether that's therapy, whether that's talking to somebody, whatever it might be, it's okay to ask for help. And I, that's such an important message. And the last thing about the traditional telling of Hercules versus the Hydra that I like is this Hydra has this poisonous blood. So Hercules essentially kills the Hydra, takes its power away, buries the immortal head, and he uses the poisonous blood. He dips his arrows in the poisonous blood, and then he uses those poison-tipped arrows to defeat some of the other creatures in his famous 12 labors. And I thought, well, that's such a wonderful analogy for fighting through our problems too, is we have to hack through all these surface level things. We have to work our way down to get to the root of the problem. But once we do, once we really face our challenges, we walk away stronger. We walk away with some more weapons, with something else to help us face these other challenges like those poison dipped arrows. So that's what got me thinking and writing about this and looking up some more information about the fable of Hercules versus the Hydra. Thank you for checking it out. Much love.